Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day today, as you always are. And thank you again for getting the truth out there and supporting Health Masters and the Ted and Austin Brower Show right here every day. Commercial free. <laughs> we work on that to make sure, and we tell you that all the time, and we couldn't do it without you. So thank you for allowing us to make this show commercial free. If you need anything, check out the website at healthmasters.com. The product of the week, which changes every Wednesday, you saw it. It won the EyeSight formula, incredibly good ocular formula, great reviews on it. A lot of people run it. A lot of people get great results from it. So be sure to check it out. It will be going up on the website today as product of the week on sale. And be sure to follow up with other products that we have on sale right now on the website for the next couple days. And first thing I wanted to get into today, and I want to bring this up, and I'm going to tie this into something here. This is just something I don't know why I felt like I needed to bring up, because I've gotten a lot of emails over the last week on some of the topics that I brought up, and you guys already probably know this, stuff that I talked about with the continual bashing of the First Amendment rights of people if anybody brings up certain topics, certain people, certain phrases, and pretty much anything now is anti-Semitic if you don't agree with everything that's being done, including what Biden said the other day. You're a racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic, transphobic bigot if you don't agree with children being you know, sexualized and having gender surgery and all this other nonsense they're constantly starting to promote. And what's interesting about this is you know, if you actually looked at what the gender-affirming care that they're trying to promote is, it is blatantly textbook chemical castration, sterilization, and physical mutilation of children and young adults. And that's what it involves as far as with this gender-affirming care. Now, that being said, we constantly have this topic brought up that if you bring anything up about people that are running the financial industry, if you talk about the media, if you talk about Hollywood, and Kanye West has gotten eviscerated for this, and Dave Chappelle has gotten eviscerated for this, not that I agree with a lot of what they say, but they are very big proponents of the Second Amendment and the ability to be able to speak freely. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I heard something the other day in another church service Somebody had sent me, and it was discussing again the topic of pro-Zionism and pretty much the fact, the same thing that Dad has brought up, that it doesn't matter what anything is brought up about as far as Judaism or Jewish individuals. It doesn't matter what happens in Israel. You have to support. You have to embrace <coughs> Excuse me, anything and everything they say all the time, no matter what, no matter how it is. The problem with this ideology is it's diametrically opposed to what Jesus said. I'm going to show you that here in a second. I was reading through, and I was in John the other day, and I wanted to bring this up because this is something that really needs to be addressed because if it does not follow the word of Jesus, it is not accurate in my opinion as far as what people are trying to tell you to do. I follow biblical laws. I try to the best I possibly can, and we've run into this concept now where it doesn't matter what Jesus said. It doesn't matter what the Bible says. It's all about what Israel says. That is not Christian, nor is that biblical, nor is that following the leadership of Christ. In John chapter 8, verse 32, he goes into here, and Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. And the Pharisees are the ones that were the money changers, they were the money lenders, they were the tax collectors, they were the ones who had turned the temple into a den of iniquity, and Jesus ran them out. They were the ones that were operating the financial system then, and they continue to do it now, the Pharisees. 
and they were Jewish, and Jesus called them out for who they were because they continually lied. He said here, if you hold to my teachings and you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And the Jews answered and said, we are Abraham's descendants. We have never been slaves of anyone. How can we say that we shall be set free as far as they're talking in person right then and there? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. I know you are Abraham's descendants, yet you're ready to kill me. Because you have no room for my word, I am telling you I have, been, I have seen in the Father's presence. And you do what you have heard from your father. And they say, Abraham is our father. He said, if you were Abraham's children, then you would do the things of Abraham. As it is, you were determined to kill me, a man who's told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the things your father does. And they said, the only father we have is God himself. And Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and now I'm here. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Which, Why is my language not clear to you? Because you're unable to hear what I say, because you belong to your father, the devil, you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can anyone prove me guilty of sin? If I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? He, belong, who, who, he who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear me is because you do not belong to God. And they answered him and said, okay, you're a demon-possessed sorcerer now. What <laughs> out? We don't like what you're saying. You're calling us out for who we are. You're a demon-possessed sorcerer. He goes, I'm not possessed by a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. I'm not seeking to glorify myself. There is no one who seeks it, and he is the judge. There's one who seeks it, he is the judge. I tell you the truth. If anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. They said, now we know you're a demon-possessed sorcerer because Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Jesus replied, if I glorify myself and my glory means nothing, my father, who you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I did not, I would be a liar like you are. But I do not know him and keep – but I do know him and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. And they said, you have not seen Abraham. And Jesus goes, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was born, I am. And they tried to stone him. And as you know, he basically dipped out from them. They kind of got stuck, <laughs> and he rode out. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's very, very important in the church today that we follow the teachings of Christ and God Almighty, the teachings of Yahweh. What I'm continually starting to hear now is this very, very pro-Zionism teaching that it does not really matter what Jesus brings up in John. It's simply what Israel tells everyone they have to do and follow them. Jesus made it very clear right here. There are certain individuals that are descendants of Abraham, that do not follow the teachings of Yahweh. They are not true Jews. They are following Satan, and Satan is their god, and Satan is the god of lying, so to speak. So it is very important you decipher these two when you hear people talk, because he makes it very clear. The native language for the devil or for Satan 
is lies. He is the father of lies. This is why, my friends, we're being constantly told lie after lie after lie after lie repeatedly in the mainstream media. He's running the mainstream media. There's only two options we continually have here on this earth, essentially. We follow Christ, and we do the best we possibly can, and we're covered through grace, even though we don't do everything right ever. We make a lot of mistakes, but we continually follow that direction. Or we follow the father of lies, Satan. And what Jesus was very clearly stating here was, you are lying to everyone. You are pretending that you're following God, and you're not. You're following Satan, and you're deceiving everyone, even though you guys are descendants of Abraham. It is very, very clear you decipher, and you're discerning, and you use wisdom when you're following teachings of people that are telling you you have to continually follow individuals no matter what they do, no matter how they act, no matter what they say. You blindly have to follow every single thing they do because, my friends— these same Pharisees, this synagogue of Satan, the ones Jesus is referring to now, they didn't go away. They were the same ones that ran the money then. They're the same ones that run the money now. They're the same ones that crucified Jesus then. They're the same ones that are operating and doing the, having the deep state now. Nothing changed between then and there. They've continually been operating. God's word is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So you have to be very clear and very wise in using, in using discernment when you're listening to certain people. Now, am I claiming I know everything? Absolutely not. I know virtually hardly anything. I just continually to do research. My stance on this right here, and this is why I bring this up today, please do your own research and use wisdom. Do your own background and use your own discernment and do not blindly follow what everybody is telling you to do, especially when you know there's a history of lies, a history of complete and total willful, wanton, sinful behavior behind somebody's actions, and you know they do not have the best interest in heart for you. Look at what happened to us during COVID. Look at the continual lie after lie after lie, 14 days to flatten the curve, turn into two years of hell for some states. Constantly wear your mask, constantly get the shot. Now we're finding out now more and more research every single week almost about the detrimental side effects of this injection. Yet people continually are telling everybody on the mainstream media, get the shot, get the shot. Why? Because they're following the works of their father, the father of lies. Always understand and remember that and use discernment to a lot of the stuff because I saw earlier, speaking of unjust scales again, Wells Fargo has now been ordered to pay another $3.7 billion over widespread illegal activity, including wrongfully foreclosing on homes, essentially stealing people's homes from them wrongfully, illegally repossessing vehicles, incorrectly assessing fees, interest, and charging surprise overdraft fees. $2 billion in redress to customers of 16 million customer accounts and $1.7 billion in civil penalties. Well, Fargo's rinse and repeat cycle of violating law has harmed millions of American families, said CFPB Director Rohit Kapotri. Yet, this is going to be a drop in the bucket for Wells Fargo. This is not an accident. None of these were accidents. This is money magic. This is unjust scales. This is continuing to manipulate money and steal things from people that is not yours. The same thing the money changers, the Pharisees, and the money lenders did in the temple. There was an abomination that caused Jesus to drive them out of the temple. They were there then. They were there now they're still operating the money system. So when you hear people talk about there's certain aspects of individuals that are running the money sector, this is who they are truly referring to if they're being real and they're being accurate and they're being truthful. The same people that Jesus called out in John chapter 8 are the same people that are operating it now. Illegally repossessing people's homes? I mean, come on, guys. 
that's straight up money magic. That's, that's, that's usury, going in and intentionally setting up positions where you're going to repossess people's houses, giving out loans, small amounts of loans on huge houses that have huge amounts of equity in them, knowing you're going to turn around and steal them from them. This is general practice with a lot of these banks, not all of them but a large percentage of them that are being run by these individuals. So I wanted to kind of put that out there because I've had a lot of people send me emails. And please, I don't want to get in a massive debate with you on here. Do your own research on that. If you want to send me a comment, send me a comment. But don't ask me to reply to 50 different questions on a giant paragraph you send me on an email. This is the Bible. You can read exactly what I just read here. This is in the NIV. It's the only one I have here at the office right now. And that's why I read out of it because it's fairly easy to understand. You do your own research. You come to your own conclusion. But always remember. The word of God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. It does not change. So when people start saying things to you that are diametrically opposed to the word or they're telling you you have to support and you can't talk about it, you can't bring up certain individuals because they're somehow protected at doing anything wrong because they're so-called sons of Abraham, God made it very clear that they may be that, but they are following a different God and it is not the God Yahweh. It is not the God of our Bible. Just wanted to be clear on that. Do your own research. What do you think, Dad, since I opened up with that hot topic this morning? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you set the furnace on fire this morning with that one again, Austin. I, That's, I've had to bring this up, but I've gotten too many emails. I had to address this. Well, no, I, I you know, I, 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 I do my best to, you know, refer to those chapters. I do my best to, you know, let people know what's going on with those chapters. And, and they're all truth. They're the word of God. And, and we need to understand it. I've done entire shows on this. You can go back and scroll through the archives. I don't have the date right now. And I talk about the 60, 70 elders of Israel. I talk about what happened when they left Egypt. I talk about how they got together and decided to start doing human sacrifices and build a golden calf. And now Moses got mad at him, and God ended up opening up the earth, and a bunch of them got killed. Uh, this has been with us forever. I mean, this is the ancient Canaanite religions that I talk about all the time. This is the ancient religions of Baal, Moloch, and Asherah worship. This is the same group that does all that. And they're the ones that run, that run the money sector. They're the ones that Jesus was calling out. See, he knew their hearts. They were Pharisees. They were the ones that were leading the Jewish people, but they weren't Jews. They were the synagogue of Satan. They claimed to be Jews, but they were not. They were serving their father, their master, Lucifer. And that's what Jesus said to them. And he could see their heart. He knew who it was. And I love it when he talks about before Abraham. He goes, I am, which lets, you, lets them know that he was God. And it flipped them out. It, got, it flipped them out so badly they ended up killing him. And, you know, and they, they crucified him. And then he decided he wouldn't be, he don't want to be dead anymore. And he was resurrected. And, you know, I got him mad. I, I could I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall and watching all those guys flip out when all of a sudden he shows up from the dead. He's not dead anymore. I mean, he's God. You can't, you can't kill him. He chose to lay down his life. You know, he chose to pick it back up again. I mean, he's, he's God. He's the creator of all things. He's the energy field that permeates the entire universe. I mean, that's who he is. I mean, he knows the, beginning from the end i am the alpha i'm the omega i'm the beginning i'm the end jesus was with god almighty in the garden of eden he's sitting at the right hand of god the father almighty right now you know in the book of revelation and he's doing it all at the same time because he's omnipresent we've done entire teachings on this and he's warning you who the synagogue of satan is and it's the same group that has been here forever and ever sacrificing humans and that's the reason that israel was scattered read the old testament they kept killing their children and sacrificing their children and, gosh, eating their kids and all the crazy stuff they were involved with. And we need to understand who this synagogue of Satan is. It all came to pass, you know, with fallen angels. And there's no guarantee that these people that are running the planet right now don't have fallen angel DNA in them from a Nephilim bloodline from angels breeding with humans to make them more easily possessed 
by these entities from other dimensions. We don't know any of this stuff. All we know is there's some really wicked, sick people out there running the planet. And, and, you know, and, they're, and they're continuing to promote the hermaphroditic agenda. That's what they're doing. You know, Hugh Jackman's now. I, I like Hugh Jackman. I saw him on Broadway when he was you know, when he was doing that. Well, he's still doing it for a few more weeks. The Music Man, and great guy. Last Wolverine movie he did, he was in ridiculously good shape for his age. I mean, he must have been on a really heavy steroid cycle because he looked amazing. But but the point is, he's come out now and saying there needs to be like a gender neutral award ceremony because he says there's more than one sex. And and I love one oh, of the comments. And I'm going to read. You. No, no, it's ridiculous. I read this this morning. And one and one and somebody wrote in the comment section, and I posted all this. In the not too distant future, some alien species will award the Earth's extinct human population the version of a Darwin Award, a gender-neutral historically, for wiping itself out of existence by sheer stupidity. No horrible <laughs> disease, no meteorite strike, just stupidity and denial of our own basic biology. You were here, he says, "quote Here were a decent, godless people. That's what the epitaph is going to be on the planet." And see, and see, these, this is how the secular world sees it. Now, we see it in the book of Revelation and what's going to happen, and we start to realize very, very quickly that these people are really sick, perverted, just pieces of garbage is all they are, and they're Satanists, if you, for a better term, a better word. Let me give you an example. I'm going, to, I'm going to read you part of this. I'm not going to go into detail with it because it gets too perverted. Last week, a federal court in New York unsealed the latest batch of documents for Virginia Guffrey's 2015 defamation lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell, which included the emails of fellow Epstein sex trafficking victim Sarah Ransom. Sarah Ransom's newly released deposition reveals that Epstein made videos of his most powerful and wealthy friends raping and killing children that she had made copies of and had stored them in a secure place. The Daily Mail is even reporting on this, and it says among the newly sealed documents are basically these explaining the existence of the tapes. And Ransom writes, I, I can't, I can't read it. It's too, it's too, it's too, it's too sick. But you know, but she's actually saying that these people were involved in this. This is a stinking sex death cult. You've got to understand who they are. This is the, this is the same group of people that were sacrificing humans when Moses went up on the mountains to get the Ten Commandments. This is the same group that also is talking about. And, and for some reason, you, for some reason, we're like one of the only shows that wants to mention this stuff. And I, I don't understand why everybody else can't see the truth. I mean, it's a Daily Mail article. And, and, and quote, the Daily Mail article says, the footage will haunt me for the rest of my life. Jeffrey Epstein's survivor claims she watched the tapes the pedophile made of his wealthy friends having sex with the female victims for blackmail says she still has copies stashed. And so on and on and on, you see this, and then they, of course, they do these snuff films with this, and they basically kill the victim and do all kinds of horrible things to the body. And look at the Katy Perry video she came out of with a few years ago, Bon Appetit, in which she was being eaten by the elite. And that's got over a billion views. You guys, look at it yourself. And she says in one of her videos that she sold her soul to Lucifer, and she's involved in all this weird, sick stuff. These are the people that run Hollywood. These are the people that run the media. These are the people that run the banking cartels. These are the people that run Israel. Israel's the number one homosexual destination in the world. Really? They have a gay parade there. They have hundreds, three, four hundred thousand people show up to celebrate the gay lifestyle. Pretty much every type of sexual perversion is legal there. But you can't say that because now I become an anti-Semite because I pointed out a fact. You look it up. Israel, number one gay destination of the world. Tel Aviv, number one gay city in the world. Look it up. Just Google it. They're proud of it. And, but you can't say it because it's not okay because it becomes 
anti-Semitic. Or just talk up, you know, watch the movie The Sacrificing Liberty. We did a whole show on it about the destruction of U.S. liberty back in 67 by Israeli jets that were strafing it over 5,000 times trying to sink it, trying to start a war in the Middle East with Egypt. Watch the video. I don't, Austin, I don't make this stuff up, but you can't talk about it. You can't talk about it because, because the media is controlled by this group of individuals, the synagogue of Satan. Hollywood is controlled by this. This sex death cult is run by them, and their whole goal is to basically destroy the planet to basically resurrect their serpent god to allow Lucifer, the Antichrist, in basically this human form, whatever it's going to be, to walk out on the temple steps that it says in the book of Thessalonians and to declare himself God. Why the churches and the pastors fiddle in the pulpit, and the vast majority of them, just fiddling away, ignoring anything that's going on around them, pretending like it's not real, not going to the meetings at the local school board. They're promoting transgenderism like Austin and I did and talk about cultural Marxism and talk about all the weird stuff they're trying to promote and saying, hey, we're not going to let you do this. We're going to take you out of office. They don't do that. I didn't see one pastor there when we were there that night. And we've got probably a 1,000 churches in Polk County. They're everywhere. But not one pastor was at the school board meeting because they don't want to become political and basically have somebody protest their church. Well, I think if they became political and had somebody protest their church, they would get a lot more listeners and a lot more people listening and following them in the church and a lot more people coming and attending the church. But we've been so dumbed down by all of this stuff that we believe that we're just going to just follow the lie. But this is the ancient Kabbalist – I did a whole show on this again, mentioned it. We go back about the 70 elders, the 60 elders, whatever it was, back in Egypt. This is the ancient Babylonian religious rituals of the Canaanites, well, worship of Baal and Asher and Moloch. And that's why they're killing these kids. It's all part of their religious ceremony. And remember, Jeffrey Epstein was Mossad. Doggone it all. Why won't people say that? He worked for Israel. It's just so aggravating. And, and, and you know, all, and just like Maxwell was Mossad. Her husband, her dad was Mossad. He's, he's buried on the Mount of Olives in Israel, the highest point anybody can be built over there as far as from a gratitude you know, perspective as far as what he did. And John F. Kennedy was involved. The, the, the Mossad was involved with the assassination of John F. Kennedy because he said they would never be allowed to have nuclear weapons in the Middle East. And they took him out. Do the research on it. John F. Kennedy wanted to get rid of the banking sector and start printing debt-free currency. They took him out. John F. Kennedy wanted to release the information on Roswell, and they took him out. John F. Kennedy wanted to get the CIA's involvement in Southeast Asia with the running of drugs to basically fund black operations outside of the control of Congress. Stopped. He wanted to destroy the CIA, and they took him out. All of these people were involved in all this. Watch the video. From JFK to 9-11, it's a rich man's trick. Instead of watching Netflix tonight and wasting a bunch of time, this is about a three-hour video. Just watch that. From JFK to 9-11, it's a rich man's trick. It's about a three-hour video. Then it goes into detail on the Harrimans, on the railroads, and all the different people that run the world from the bloodline families, how they were involved in the JFK assassination, and they were involved in 9-11. All of this stuff is out there in the public domain. People don't want to watch it because it takes too much time and it's going to interfere with their watching of Yellowstone or 15 times in a week and watching the repeated version of Yellowstone and watching lesbian kisses on Yellowstone now and all the rest of what they do. I mean, think through who runs the planet. It's not complicated, guys. It's just obfuscated because they don't want you to know who these people are. That's why they have the Committee of 300, the Council of the, you know, 300. They've got the, they've got, you know, the Bilderberger Group. They've got the, the Council on Foreign Relations. They make it super, super complicated with multiple layers so you don't see the nexus of the spider web, so you don't know who these people are. And, and that's the thing that people need to get. We need to look at who they are and get a real good look at them. 
look what's happening in Congress now. We just issued almost a $2 trillion, 4,000-page bill for Congress. And guys, the Republicans are going to be controlling Congress, and yet they still don't even go in there and protest any of this stuff, and they just allow it to happen. The bill would fund the government through September 2023 and would boost the defense money by another $76 billion because that's about the amount of money we had to give to Ukraine. Defense building is going to be about 878 building. Domestic spending is going to be, you know, 773 billion. The Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, <laughs> he's a weirdo, has chalked up the higher increase in defense spending compared to domestic spending as Republicans' victory, even though the Democrats managed to pass their own $700 bill, billion inflation reduction act, which boosted domestic expenditures on climate change and other leftist domestic priorities. I mean, you know, you stop and you look at this, and these are deficits, guys. It's adding to the national debt, and you can't – the national debt can't be paid off anymore because it's over $30 trillion, not including derivative exposure, which is in the quadrillions, and there's not enough money in circulation to do that. That's why they're all bent right now going into a digital currency since they're not responsible anymore to print money and have currency and available money in supply. It's all about bringing us to the, to the beast system, and we need to understand who they are and why they're doing it. And one other thing I want to talk to you guys about this morning, and I'm going to cover this. This is going to be biblical. This is going to be on a positive note because we've got to get off this stuff. I'm going to talk about angels in the ministry to Christ. In fact, right now, Lord, I station angels all around the listeners that are listening this morning and listening throughout the day and throughout the holidays. A lot of people, Lord, need help. They've lost loved ones. They've lost brothers and sisters and wives and husbands. And they've been divorced and they've got into the situation where they're by themselves on the holidays and and, Father, I pray that you be with them, that you allow these angels to come in and minister to them and strengthen them. And then they'll give them grace and mercy and love and just allow them just to realize that God's still on the throne. Prayer still changes things. And a lot of these, these, many times these, these, these things are going to pass over a period of time, and they can get back with their life and get back in the, in the world and have their friends come back and their families come back. Help them to realize, Lord, that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. Give them the peace to pass all understanding to the Holy Spirit, Lord. I station angels all around them to minister to them, Lord, to protect them. I plead the blood of Christ over them, and I put a hedge of thorns around them, Lord, because people right now during the holidays need help. They need to be supported, and we need to do that through the Ted Austin Brower Show, Father, and I thank you for that. For in Jesus' name I pray. Guys, listen to me. Let's talk about some angels real quick. Matthew 4.11, then the devil who was tempting Jesus left him, and behold, the angels came and began to minister to Jesus himself. Luke 2, 10 through 12, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people for the day in the city of David. There has been born for you a Savior, the Christmas story, who is Christ the Lord. And we're coming up on the Christmas holidays. We're in them right now. This will be a sign for you, and you will find a baby wrapped in claws, lying in a manger. 1 Timothy 3.16, but by common confession, great is the mystery of godliness, who is revealed in the flesh, was vindicated in the spirit, seen by the angels. Acts 1, 9-11, after he had said these things, he was lifted up while they were looking at a cloud and received him out of his sight. And they were gazing into the tent in the sky while he was going. Behold, two men in white, angels, said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking to the sky? This Jesus, who has made you taken up into heaven, will come in the same way as you watched him go into heaven. Psalm 91, 11-12. He will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands, and they will not, you will not strike a foot against a stone. And Jesus was tested by Satan by that very verse of Psalm 91 to jump off the temple. It was said he would not be hurt. And Jesus said, don't test the Lord your God. Luke 22:43. Now an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Now remember what he said. He said he could call 
12 legions of angels. You know, that's that's a lot of angels, 50,000 or so. That's like 600,000 angels. That could, well, that's like, that's like 5,000. That's like 60,000 angels. He could have asked his father to send at any time in the Garden of Gethsemane, and they would have come down there, and they would have stopped all of this stuff. I mean, he even asked God three times, can this cup come from, be taken from me? And God showed him there was no other way. We had to do it through the blood of the lamb, through the sacrifice of the scalar energy field that's created by the spilling of blood through Jesus Christ, who's on the present being on the cross. The, the plan of salvation is so perfect, what God did and how he did it. And how he continually changes us from an energy field standpoint through Jesus and through the blood of the Lamb. But the angels came and they ministered to him in the Garden of Gethsemane to give him strength to go through what he knew he needed to go through. As an omnipresent being when he returned back to heaven. Guys, that's a pretty impressive thing that he did for us. For all eternity, he's going to be a sacrifice for our sins. It says in the book of Hebrews, no further sacrifice is necessary because of what he did. That's a pretty big thing to lay on yourself you know, in a, while you're still in a human body. He loved you that much that he gave himself for you. So that you could receive him, so you could become sons and daughters of the Most High God and be with him and dwell with him in eternity forever. That's what God did for you. Matthew 26, 53. Oh, do you not think I cannot appeal to my father? Here we go. And he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels. That's 60,000 angels would show up. And my gosh, an angel is a pretty powerful being. And you could have kind of wiped out all of those nutbags in Israel he had been talking to as far as the people that were sacrificing children in the middle of the night and basically were the children of the devil. Matthew 24 to 31, and he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. Second Thessalonians 1 through 7, and to give relief to you who are afflicted and to us as well as the Lord, Jesus will reveal from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire. And guys, realize that the same Jesus that was raised from the dead by the power of God Almighty, the power that basically changed the whole world, that same power resides in you. And call on that power that you have during the holidays and realize that we can do all things through Christ. This evil group that we talked about yesterday, we talked about just a minute ago, spreading the planet, some 200,000 of them. They can't touch us. They have no authority over us. And if we, the people, wake up, and that's what they're terrified of, if we wake up and we say, you know, enough of this garbage. We're not going to put up with you nonsense weirdos anymore. We can stop it. But you got to tell the truth, just like we're doing on the show today. You know, sometimes the Bible says the scripture is it's like a double-edged sword. And, guys, it'll do that. You've got to understand, I had one person, I can tell you her name, but I'm not going to, years ago, she was on the show one time, a broadcast in the very beginning, she's a hardcore Zionist, I didn't know that when I brought her on the show, she told me after the broadcast, she goes, I don't care what Israel does, don't care, I don't care if they cause World War III and they destroy the entire planet, I'm going to support them, and I said, well, that's just something I don't agree with, I'm not going to do that, guys, you don't have to support stuff that ain't right that doesn't line up with the word of god you don't have to you can call it out for what it is realize that stand firm in the word of god which is the same yesterday today and forever and realize that we can do all things through christ who strengthens us and especially with this cabalist weirdo group of people i mean think about it. there was a temple on jeffrey Epstein's island supposedly with catacombs underneath it and the caves underneath it what the heck were they doing in that temple i've asked this before was there a sacrificial stone hmm? that's what i believe there was I believe this was a practice of the ancient Canaanite religions. That's why I believe there's so many of these girls got raped out there, and there aren't that many of them coming to testify. What happened to the rest of them? Just a thought, just a question. Austin, what do you think, buddy, and what's your next story? Well, it's sad to me that nobody at all – I mean, obviously, we know the mainstream media is not going to cover, but majority of alternative media still doesn't even bring up the fact of Ghislaine Maxwell's testimony and all the stuff she brought up as far as in her deposition and all this other stuff. It's just nothing. 
No, no, nothing to see here. Don't bring it up. Why? It's because they're following these guys that are running the show that are operating the media. They're following their father. He's the father of lies. <laughs> All they do is lie. This is why you see them, this gaslighting narrative, so to speak, that terminology. Exactly. That's all it is, a pure lie. They're doing something right in front of you while they're telling you we're not doing it. It's the same thing the Pharisees were doing to Jesus. They were gaslighting and said, we're not slaves. How can we be set free? They knew exactly what he was talking about. They weren't stupid. They were extremely educated individuals. Don't, don't, just, best believe that. These guys weren't morons. They were very educated. They were trying to play with him and gaslight him and try to see if they could trip him up by using their, basically, their psychological operation. The problem is he called him up. He goes, you guys are lying. All you do is lie, essentially. And this is why it is so important to call out the truth for what it is when you see it. And when you see the lies, call it out. There's a reason why the founding fathers, as brilliant as they were, put together the Bill of Rights and the First Amendment, the number one most important thing they could possibly come up with right off the rip. No debate, no question, no rebuttal. Congress shall make no law respecting any establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of any speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. When you hear Homeland Security director and you hear the you know these guys at the FBI and they come out saying we have to control the, the misinformation. We have to we have to fight misinformation. They are directly violating the First Amendment because, A, you know their definition of misinformation is completely different from the truth, as we clearly saw very clearly during COVID, <laughs> the, the lies that they would not stop perpetrating and the constant belittling anyone that questioned the real truth of what was happening. That again, violation of the First Amendment. It doesn't matter if what somebody says you don't like. It doesn't matter if what somebody says is offensive to you. It doesn't matter if what somebody says is – contradictory to your opinion doesn't matter the first amendment was very clear on that this is why it's funny i saw an article the other day somebody posted made a quote they said believe it or not there was once a time when you could say something and people who disagreed with you would just have to disagree with you and not try to have what you said banned or you jailed they wouldn't even try to destroy your life somehow humanity survived that dangerous era I started laughing when I read that. I went, yeah, no joke. Imagine that. This constant lie they're perpetuated on everyone that if we don't continually agree with what people are saying, we don't constantly go along with the perverted agenda, somehow the republic is going to collapse. That, that ideology is diametrically opposed to a constitutional republic. It's the complete opposite, complete opposite end, and it's done intentionally. Because they want to confuse the younger generation. Like that said earlier, we got this 4,100-page bill. Rand Paul brought it out on this giant dolly, 4,100 pages. He goes, who's going to read this? Who's going to read this at all? He goes, beware, debt hazard of $1.7 trillion added to the national debt. <laughs> Listed here. He said, I brought with me the Omni, the 4,155 pages. When was it produced? In the dead of night, 1.30 in the morning a.m. it was released. What is more dangerous to our country, the $1.1 trillion in new debt? Or as, le as Republican leaderships like to say, oh, it's a win. It's a big win. We're getting $45 billion for the military. So which is more important, which threatens the country more? Are we at risk of being invaded by a foreign power if we don't put $45 billion into the military more than we already have? No, the answer is no. It's a complete joke. Ironically enough, I was looking at some of the numbers on it, and there's the $37 billion that 
they originally requested for for the uh, Ukraine conflict. Uh, that bloated out to $45 billion now. Oh, yeah, that's right. So while they're complaining and saying how, oh, Ukraine needs more money. It needs more surfaced air missiles. It needs more drones to continue to fight the Russian war. What, what Russian war are we fighting? Ukraine and Russia are having a border scrimmage about a conflict about border lines. It's been going on since 2014. A lot of people, for some reason, that's an anomaly that they don't understand. Like, oh, my gosh, you serious? Yes, there's a direct conflict that's been going on since 2014, and quite frankly, before that. That's when it was formalized. So why have we heard about supporting Ukraine directly for the last 10 years before this? Well, that's because we were already supporting Ukraine, but it was through black ops funds, and now they needed more. Why do you think bumbling buffoon Biden constantly went over there, and he sent his son over there, and his son was doing multiple business deals with multiple individuals over there? Why do you think Obama went over there? This money laundering country, it was listed as the third most corrupt country in the entire world. What do you think they're doing over there? They're washing money. They give them money, and they get money back. It's a complete and total scam, not to mention it's also probably one of the largest human trafficking countries from what we've seen in Europe. And it's also by far by now the largest weapon and arms trafficking countries that we've probably ever witnessed in such a short span of time. Yet we're giving them more money, we're giving them more money, giving them more money. It doesn't matter anymore. It's funny money. The same Pharisees that were running the money tables, that were running the money, that were running the tax collectors, that were running the unjust scales, they never stopped. Once you figure out how to control the money, you can control the society for the most part. You rip people off on their mortgages. You do predatory lending. You do arm notes, adjustable rate mortgages. You know these people aren't going to be able to pay their houses off when their interest rate spikes up to 10 12%. You know you're going to foreclose and seize their homes. You know you're going to repossess their cars. They already know all this before they do it in most cases. Not all bankers, not all banks. I'm not saying all of them in the same category, but the large percentage of them that I have seen are doing the exact same thing. They continue to come in and buy up stuff. That's why I've continually told you, do the best you can to not only <laughs> make sure you maintain cash usage, using bills, using dollars, using cash, because you think there's manipulation right now. Oh, gosh. You wait till they try to get themselves a central reserve digital currency in. You think the manipulation knows no bounds now. It's ridiculous. It will be completely and totally uncontrolled. They will do whatever they want, and then they'll just continue to tell everybody, you have to pay in more money. You have to pay in more money. You have to pay in more money. This is what they're continually doing while they're telling you you can't speak the truth. Look at Stanford University now. This article came out. Stanford University is now proposing new terms they're adding to blacklist for their harmful word list, and American has now been proposed to be on the blacklist of Stanford University. Yes, I said it, the term American. They said it is too U.S.-centric and not inclusive enough. Yes, I'm not joking. The Stanford University said the term word American is too U.S.-centric and not inclusive enough. The U.S. University is targeting the label as part of its new Elimination of Harmful Language initiative that seeks to police language by memory holding and phrases it deems to be not woke enough. Instead of the word American, the university wants people to use the term U.S. citizen. Because there's obviously so many other countries in the continent of America. We couldn't possibly say the word America because you get confused, right? Because that's the United States of America. <laughs> I just can't even make this idiotic stuff up. So they want to say, I'm a U.S. citizen, not I'm an American. Ironically enough, I have a shirt that says American right on the front. 
It says built on hard work, determination, dedication, and courage. American strong. And what's interesting about this is now that's becoming hate speech. They don't want people to be based on the American way of life, the American dedication, the work ethic, the struggle that the original Americans and continually Americans went through to build what we have now. They fought for what we have now. They want to erase all that. And what's interesting about it is now the university has eight categories of language policing they have now put into place. They're categorized as albilist, ageism, culturally appropriative, gender-based, imprecise language, institutionalized racism, person-first, and violent. I kid you not. They're going to say here now that there's certain words that people need to avoid saying. Don't say American. Say U.S. citizen. Don't say immigrant. Say a person who – immigrated. Don't say he or she unless you know the individual's preferred pronouns. And I got a kick out of it because they went on to say, here's the other suggestions, handicapped parking, addict, and Karen. They will be changed to accessible parking, person with a substance abuse disorder, and a demanding or entitled white woman. It's the definition of Karen now. Um, <laughs> can't fix up. We had made that comment earlier in the, the comment section that if aliens ever show up here after the extinction of mankind, they're gonna they're pretty much gonna laugh and be like, "Wow, this was all self-induced." Isn't it funny that you know human beings are the only species that now suddenly are confused about what gender they are? No other species: dolphins, giraffes, lions, dogs. Nothing's confused about what gender they are. You're born from conception. or From conception, you were then born into whatever you are. X, Y, Y chromosome, it's X chromosome. It's been scientific facts. But suddenly now we have this ideology, and it's exactly what that said. They want to bring in this state of confusion. That's what it's all about. It's really what it is. They want to bring in the state of confusion in order to bring down the ideology and the aspect of the American Christian way of life. If you can bring in this idea that nobody's a man, nobody's a girl, nobody's really a person anymore. I can be a walrus if I want. Now, heck, I just want to be a sponge today. You have to call me Mr. Sponge. That's my pronoun. I'm putting it on my door. If you don't call me Mr. Sponge when you walk in the office, I'm going to flip out, fall on the floor kicking and screaming and yell. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, but that's the level of ludicrous behavior. If anybody's seen current videos on that people posted on TikTok or social media, I've had people send them to me, and I, I, I don't know what to say at some point. There are people literally having meltdowns and breakdowns over some of the most ludicrous stuff I've ever heard. Now, I don't know if they're doing it to try to get likes, if they're doing it to try to be TikTok famous and look like complete and total moronic clowns online. I don't know. They're doing a great job at it if they're trying to complete that task, but the fact is – this is the society that's being bred through the communist indoctrination camps, through the media, and sadly, should I say, a lot of the churches are supporting this crap. They're going along with it. They're becoming more and more woke, they're becoming more and more inclusive, and they're becoming less and less Christ-like. And they're doing that slowly, not very quickly, very slowly, to the point, like I said earlier, a lot of churches don't want to bring up certain topics. This whole thing, Dad brought up yesterday with – the uh, the Yellowstone kiss. I, I looked it up online. I, I saw the video of it, and it's it's, it's two lesbians making out behind uh, John Dutton. You know, I've watched the first couple seasons when they were free. You can get them online now. They're all they're charging money for them. So I didn't really follow up with the show. The show's got a lot of profanity in it. 
does. It's got a lot of very strange things in it. But for the first couple seasons that I saw, it was really based on, you know, the American rancher fighting off, you know, the big banking cartel, essentially what it was. And now when I read about it the other day, it's slowly, slowly trying to become this point to where the American white rancher, the American frontier, the American way of life is slowly going away and the bankers are coming in and they're going to take it all over. It's essentially where they're going to end this this entire you know, season collusion, or should I say, see, uh, should I say show conclusion to very end? That's really what it's going to come down to. They're going to show that the bankers win, the bankers win again, the perversion wins, and they are essentially going to change the fabric of how people view things. The programming that we're seeing now is just the t- transgender population programming is just more depopulation programming. An intelligent species never goes in and promotes transgenderism or same-sex marriages because quite frankly within a few short generations there ceased to be any people left nobody procreates anymore clearly you have an anomaly of certain individuals that go and get involved in certain behavior absolutely you've even seen that in the animal kingdom sometimes there are animals that get involved in some type of gay behavior rare but you can look at research on that however it's always an anomaly we're stepping past this anomaly of perversion and they're trying to make these banking cartel, the Pharisees, so to call them, they're trying to make this anomaly the normal perversion way now, the normal way of life, and the natural form, the biblical way, is now the anomaly. They're inverting it. As Dad always said, they're trying to make everything good bad and everything bad good. That's why it is so important, my friends, you continue to protect your young children. You continue to stand up for freedom and what's truth. You know, I saw some article the other day and they're talking about now they're going to they have new charges that they're going to bring about Trump now on the January 6th thing. Now, you guys know I'm no fan of Trump anymore, but this January 6th thing, again, is turning a complete and total boondockle. It is nothing more than a pure theater show, again, to demonize any type of protesting of stolen elections. It's there to demonize any type of American patriots that are standing up for freedom, that are standing up for republic. That's what this is all about. It has nothing to do with, you know, a few dozen people stole, you know, a chair or a picture frame or broke a window. These things occur on a normal basis. I mean, for example, do you guys remember? And I brought this up the other day. I want to bring this up. Do you guys ever remember when we saw in Seattle the Chaz settlement? Do you guys remember this? It was like multiple square blocks where Black Lives Matter completely took over an entire subsection of downtown Seattle for like three weeks. They called it an autonomous zone, and they were, they were negotiating with law enforcement as they were having rapes and shootings and knifings and muggings all across these multiple blocks where people were trapped in it because Black Lives Matter literally took over the property, and there was a warlord running around telling everybody what they had to do and extorting people. I mean, it went full-blown Mad Max within a few weeks. I mean, that's downright terrorism. You, you never remember what happened to all these guys? Oh, yeah, they got charged with, like, petty theft, vandalism. Oh, that's right, you never heard anything about it. It was summer of 2020 when all that happened in Seattle with the Chaz Zone. Pulled it up here, put it in my archives right here. Multiple topics on on Fox News and Reuters, except now you look it up, you won't find one single person was ever federally indicted for going in and taking over a police department or going in and making death threats or going in and shooting individuals and raping and pillaging entire city blocks in Seattle. You won't find any indictments. You won't find anything. The whole thing disappeared. 
It went off the map. No, there's not even any active news stories about any investigations, any trials, any juries, nothing. It's like it didn't even happen after 2020. You'll find no updated media on it at all. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Now we're coming up to almost two years, almost two years since the January 6th event, protest, riot, breaking and entering, whatever you want to call it, don't care. Yet we're still having almost every single day on mainstream media talking about how all these people and you got guys from you know Rhodes from the Oath Keepers talking about sedition, 40 years in prison. Because he incited people to stand up to a stolen election? you joking me? What about the warlord at the Chaz camp? It was extorting people and robbing people and knifing people and running guns through Seattle. Oh, no. Well, we don't talk about that. My friends, always look at who you can't criticize and who you can't talk about, and you'll find out very quick who you need to talk about and who you need to criticize and who you need to bring up. That's how I'm rephrasing it now. You'll find out very quickly, very fast, who you need to actually talk about when you find out who you can't talk about. Always remember that. What do you think, Dad? Well, we talk about everybody on this show. We're the equal opportunity offender, I guess, or educator. I guess we call the equal opportunity educator. I mean, if Germany does something stupid, I talk about Germany. If Russia does something stupid, I talk about Russia. If Israel does something stupid, I talk about Israel. If you know France does something stupid, I talk about France. I mean, you know, it's like the French, and I'm going to say it again, these people that live in Paris and live in the Parisians, I mean, they're some of the rudest, most mean people in the entire world. And, uh, you know, there's the pits to be around, quite frankly. And, uh, you know, you say, well, that sounds terrible, Ted. You're talking about the French people in Paris. Well, yeah, the, the, the French don't even like the Parisians. They're rude, obnoxious weirdos is what they are. And it's, it's who they are. And it's sad to me that these people are actually out there, you know, continuing to harass people and be mean and rude to people and, in France, when the countryside, you get out there in the countryside, you got some of the nicest people I've ever met. They're, they're wonderful, wonderful people. Some of the best food I've ever eaten were in, on French countryside restaurants. But Paris, boy, it's turned into a homeless population nightmare, and the Parisians are unbelievably mean. I remember years ago, we were there, and we were going to the airport, and the guy who was at the airport at the, at the hotel, the, 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 the bellman, uh, the, the guy who was helping us with our luggage, uh, he actually sent the taxi to the wrong airport on purpose so we would miss our flight. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I've seen stuff like that happen in European cities, but Paris is the worst. And so we talk about everybody. You know, if America's making mistakes, we talk about America. It didn't make any difference. That's what media is supposed to do. We're supposed to talk about everybody and everything and bring up all of these topics all of the time and discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly about everyone. But some people don't want to do that. So here's a crazy article. Young adults are particularly vulnerable. To delinquencies. One in five now, 20% of young adults have debt in collections, new report shows. With little or no safety net, lower wages, and shorter credit histories, young adults are struggling to manage high interest debt, according to a new report. 18 to 24 year olds, minority communities, in minority communities, I'm saying even white communities now, face even greater financial distress. These moves can help improve your financial spending, and they're talking about what, what you can do as far as correcting your credit and correcting the problems you're basically having problems with. But, you know, easy – remember, easy credit can be a trap. Oh, yeah, I've got a credit card. Now I can go out and buy stuff. And to, be, to build good credit, which you get through State, State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock, who basically own the credit reporting agencies, it never ends. You've got you to pay your bills on time. And don't go out and buy things you don't need with money you don't have to impress people you don't know. It's just it's not okay. Well, you can do it, but it's going to end up coming back and biting you in the bottom. It really is. 
another perfect example. Look at this one. This is this is just this is kind of it kind of lays it all out. State attorney generals now are sounding the alarm about BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street buying large stakes in utilities around the world in the United States. The acquisition of investment managers BlackRock and Vanguard are ever-increasing shares in America's public utility companies and setting off alarm bells from conservatives and progressives alike. Because utilities are often monopolies in the regions they serve and because electricity and heating are essential to people's lives, any investment more than $10 million of public utility must be approved by the FERC, according to the Federal Power Act. BlackRock and Vanguard received blanket approval in 2019. This surpassed the limit for three years, and BlackRock was just given blanket approval for another three years. Now, Vanguard is seeking FERC approval on similar terms, but the request is sparking protest. Now, why is this? Because these are monopolies. If Vanguard's on the board and they start pushing up utility rates and they run the board, they control the stock or State Street or whatever, they're going to have the ability to raise your utility bills at a whim. Well, I was paying $200 a month for utilities. Well, you can pay 250 now. Oh, you get used to that for a little bit. Now you'll pay 300 Well, a little bit more, you pay 350 Well, it's okay. You can go ahead and put $400 a month into the utility bill because you've know, you got to have electricity because if you don't, you're going to die. So we're going to charge you 400 This is exactly what they do with fuel. This is what they've done with insulin because it's an inelastic demand curve. You've got to have electricity. You've got to have insulin. They can charge whatever they want to charge for it. Certain drugs are the same way. Any kind of drug that may cost 10 or 15 cents a pill or even half a cent to make, they charge two, three, four, five hundred dollars for that same pill because they can. And it's all about collusion and it's all about greed. That's why Jesus said the love of money is the root of all evil. We've got to understand that. So should BlackRock and Vanguard and Straight Street own all the utility companies too? Well, should the Rothschilds own all the utility companies? It's going to be Rothschild, Tampa Electric, Rothschild. You know, Ocala Electric, Rothschild, Atlanta Electric, Rothschild. That's what they're doing. They're buying up everything. That's why they're enslaving all these young people with all these credit cards so they'll be debt, they can be their debt masters. Remember, the Bible says that a, that a borrower, that the lender is servant to the, that the, that the borrower is servant to the lender. Always remember that to keep yourselves out of debt, especially as they're trying to shift the entire economy of the world. And remember this use cash, like Austin and I talk about. If they charge you a 3% transaction fee, think about this for a second, with every time you use an ATM, the next person gets a 3% transaction fee, next person gets a 3% transaction fee. And let's say you're paying everybody $100, $100, $100, $100, $100. By the time you go through 33 transactions at 3%, 99% of the money has been paid out in transaction fees. The bank got it all. It's crazy. If you think about it like that, you do cash, it doesn't happen like that. That's why they want to put us into a digital mindset. Guys, remember something. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. I prayed for you today. I love you guys. Always remember, we do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You keep your head up. You know, you, you know, Kopf hoch, it says in German, keep your head up. And remember that you're in covenant with the Most High God. And you can do all things through Jesus. I love you guys. I'll finish it up and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, you're exactly right about that. You see that all the time with the ATM transaction fees. That's why I always encourage people, you know, if you were trying to save some cash at home or put some money to the side, whenever you go to cash a check, you know, go inside, go see a teller, plan it out accordingly. Let me pay a transaction fee on an ATM. I've seen people do that all the time. Oh, I got to get money on the ATM. It's like three, four, five percent. I'm like, golly, dude. There's no cost. The money's already in the ATM machine. It's already loaded in the ATM machine. They're just waxing people. And so it's funny to me to see people do that. So I'm sad because I'm like, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't even have a debit card, actually. Um, I always just prefer to use cash if I can. If not, I use a credit card, but I always make sure I pay it off. And it's very important. Dad said something about that. It's very important as youngers, younger kids to listen to the show, teenagers, college students. I had a good buddy of mine. 
He's dating this girl right now. They're getting pretty serious. And she brought up the fact that she's got a lot of credit card debt, no student loan debt, a lot of credit card debt. And he goes, well, how much are we talking? And so they're having a conversation about it. And she was telling him, he's like, well, that's, that's interesting to know. Pretty much, you know, if I, we get married, I'm taking on your debt, <laughs> especially if I, you know, I make more money than you. I'm essentially going to be paying off your credit card debt and whatever expenditures you wasted money on for the last years, multiple years. I'm basically subsidizing it. And again, that, if that's something you want to do and you find somebody you really want to marry and they're really good, they made a mistake and they're paying it off. That's something you have to decide. But always think about that. Think about that in the future. If you're single and you're doing stuff, make sure you're being cognitive because it's really, quite frankly, not somebody else's responsibility to pay off your credit card debt that you ran up. Just my personal opinion. You make your own determination on that. I appreciate you, my friends. Thank you so much for the support of Health Masters. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. Thank you for listening to the show and keeping us commercial-free every single day, and we will stay this way no matter what. I'm not going to charge you. You're not going to have to get an application or subscription to be on this show. We do it for free completely. So thank you for the support of Health Masters because it completely funds this show and the clock and not having any airtime and the editing and all the other stuff that we have, including the articles and updates on the website. Thank you again for that support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. If you need anything at all, be sure to check out the website. And also, too, check out that product of the week. It's going on sale, the Eyesight Formula. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Oh,